Bloom was on her second cup of coffee, listening to the sounds of the morning. She sat in the kitchen, enjoying the serenity. She smiled when she heard Carl stirring in her bedroom. Well, now it was their bedroom. His face was puffy from sleeping. Bloom poured him a cup of coffee and set it down next to hers. He didn't say anything, just smiled and sat down. They drank their coffee and listened to the sounds of the forest and their animals ready to come out of the barn. Carl, let's go into Briar today and get our FEMA packages, Bloom suggested as she poured the last of the pot into their cups. I was thinking about that, too. The Jacks have everything locked down tight, trying to find out what happened to Bannon and Commonwealth. If we want to blend in, we have to do whatever the population is doing. We have chips, so we need to get our free FEMA stuff. He slugged down his coffee, dregs and all. Little extra fiber in the diet never hurts. He smiled, exposing coffee grounds stuck between his teeth, the broken one blending in with the crowd. He slid the marriage certificate across the table and waited. Bloom furrowed her brows. What's this? A smile spread across her face. She came over and put her arms around Carl. He slid his chair back and pulled her onto his lap. Is this real and legal? Yes, we are officially married as of last Monday. We are husband and wife. He squeezed her tightly. I'm overwhelmed. I don't feel any different even though I'm a wife now, she said seriously. Carl turned her head to face him. With a very serious tone, he said, Now that we're married last week, we have a lot catching up to do, you know. He cut his eyes to the bedroom and raised his eyebrows enticingly. Oh, for heaven's sake, Carl! Bloom rolled her eyes, laughing. He hugged her tightly. I'm glad we found each other. Me too, Carl. Me too. Bloom wondered if now was a good time to ask about the gun Carl wore. Hey, Carl, what kind of long gun do you have? Carl's chest rumbled with laughter. Just my kind of woman. We're starting to talk sexy, and she starts asking about assault rifles. He watched Bloom turn red before he told her. It started as a Colt AR-15, and I tweaked it a little here and there. I put an AHCOG scope on it and a laser sight that nobody can see unless they're wearing those glasses I wore. Well, unless someone is looking for infrared. He let the sentence dangle and shrugged. ACOG, what's that? Advanced Combat Optical Gun Sight. It's a fancy name for a fixed power gun sight with a lighted reticle. They're a very popular choice for any combat rifle. Before I burned down the shop, I always recommended one whenever someone purchased a short to mid-range military-style rifle. Hey, Bloom's face lit up as she remembered the cases she took from the trunk of the agent's car. Want to see what's in the cases? What cases? He asked, sucking the grounds in his teeth. The ones I took out of the trunk of the agent's car. She didn't want to come out and say, the day I shot them both and dumped their bodies in the trunk of their own car. Oh, the day you shot those two agents, and I got tased a couple of times. He rubbed his healing arm as if remembering the pain. Yeah, Carl, that day. Sheesh, he could be so blunt. Come on, they're in the basement. They're in one of the metal cabinets. I don't know if it helps with the signal interruption or not. It was worth a try, just in case they're chipped or something. Bloom shrugged. She opened the basement door and gingerly stepped down. Her knee was giving her hellish problems since crawling around on the pebbly roof. It was probably a stone bruise, but it sure did smart, 
clear down to the bone like a straight pin shoved under her kneecap. She hadn't used any of her medical marijuana cigarettes in front of Carl yet. It felt awkward. One of these days, the time would be right. She heard Perky bang through the dog door and walk through the house searching for them. Finally, Bloom called out, Hey, Perk, we're down here. Bring the coffee, will you? Perky immediately came down the stairs like a herd of elephants. Where's the rest of the herd? Carl joked while he roughed her up. Bloom threw an old sleeping bag on the floor for her, and she jumped on it, digging herself a nice place to get comfortable. Bloom pointed to the cabinet where she stacked the cases after bringing them downstairs. She initially piled them on the workbench in the workshop, but something just told her to be careful and get them hidden. Probably just her guilty conscience. Carl opened the cabinet, slid the first case out, and opened it up on the table. A low whistle escaped under his mustache. Well, I'll be dipped in monkey shit.